970-823-9202. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Faith Pest Control Podcast. I'm Mike Stewart. I'm your host. And today we've got pest expert Fred Talley, who's going to talk about pharaoh ants. Pharaoh ants. I don't think they're from Egypt. Maybe Fred will tell us if they are from Egypt, but they're called pharaoh ants, and they're everywhere, especially in Jasper, Georgia, in Blue Ridge, Georgia, LJ, Georgia, Big Canoe, in, all over North Georgia. Pharaoh ants are crawling, and they're they're making their home here, and I'm sure they're a nuisance. So, Fred, tell us all about the pharaoh ant. All right, Mikey. Pharaoh ants are actually pretty small. The workers, the ones that you and I will see in our day-to-day activities are normally about a sixteenth, a little bit over a sixteenth of an inch long. Uh, So that is extremely small, kind of a light yellowish to a reddish brown in color. And and some of them actually can be almost like transparent. Uh, they do have a non-functional stinger. Uh, they actually use it to uh, generate uh, the pheromones. And for those that may not really be familiar with pheromones, it's a type of chemical substance that uh, relieves relieve, uh that leaves a, uh, I'll call it an odor. I don't necessarily think it's an odor, but we can, as humans, we can relate to that so that they, that the workers can communicate with each other among themselves. And primarily they use a pheromone too, because the, the ants are social insects. So the workers are out foraging, uh, you know, finding food, harvesting the food and bringing it back to the colony. So they use the pheromone to identify the trail that the other workers need to follow to find the food source for that day. Uh, the pharaoh ant, and I, I should say that is uh, a lot of times is uh, can be confused for fire ants. Uh, they're smaller than fire ants. Uh, but for whatever reason, they get con- they, people get confused with them. Uh, it's common, very common household ant, which has been carried uh, just due to commerce to virtually all inhabited regions of the world. But for the, the the primary areas that are affected are, are is Europe, uh, Southeast Asia, uh, the Americas, North America, Central America. And what in in Australia and the uh, what's I think now more referred to as Australia 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 Asia I don't I can't pronounce that too well but the islands and countries that surround uh, Australia they're they're major pests in Australia Europe and the United States uh, and. You know, regrettably, they have the unique distinction of being known as one of the most, if not the most difficult household ant to control. Uh, They're notorious for being a major indoor nuisance ant, especially in hospitals. Uh, These ants do not nest outdoors 
typically, uh, except in warmer climates. In colder climates, they they have become established inside of you know heated buildings. Uh, pharaoh ants are considered to be a tropical species, uh, but they do thrive in buildings almost anywhere. Even even in temperate regions, they'll get in buildings, given the fact that the, there's central heating is there. Uh, one of the features of the pharaoh ant that contributes to its difficulty, the level of difficulty of which to control it, is the fact they have multiple queens in the colony. And on the surface, that really doesn't sound like it's such a big deal. But what happens is that having multiple queens, when people, uh, well, I, I guess I should preface this by saying simply spraying an insecticide is actually a terrible idea to try to control pharaoh ants because of this phenomenon with the multiple queens in their colonies uh when they i guess when they feel threatened or when they realize something is uh different in their environment they will uh it's called budding uh but they will split the split off into smaller different smaller colonies and since they're social insects each of these little sub colonies if you will has to have a queen so they'll distribute the brood which is the the eggs larvae pupae within the in their major colony and and they'll just split up into and to have smaller colonies uh to i guess to spread out the uh the pressure they think that may be there uh so even in the absence of a queen if some workers uh get separated from the queen they can just like a, in a honeybee colony they can uh raise their own queen from the brood they have available in bees if they feed them a, a special diet to develop into a queen i really don't know how it operates in ants i would assume it's something similar uh nesting generally occurs in inaccessible warm and humid areas roughly 80 plus degrees and 80 percent humidity uh they are typically near sources of food and water in such places wall voids uh the size of the colony can be very large can be very small from they can be from just a few dozen members to several hundred thousand members in uh in large in the larger colonies there are, can be uh as many as several hundred reproductive females which says that they can grow at a pretty fast pace uh being tiny they can be found in diverse places the nests are normally well hidden uh actually it's pretty unusual to find a nest uh they uh they're typically inside, like we said earlier, uh, and in warmer areas. They they do have the ability to forage far away from the nest. Outside, they do, and they can live outside uh, in warmer climates, like we said, but they will nest in shaded areas like under debris, such as leaf litter or mulch. Pharaoh ants cannot survive year-round outside in the northern climates. 
uh, I don't even know that they could survive outside here. I mean, you know, we have, we can have days in a row that are, that are below freezing. Uh, indoors, they prefer to nest in recess areas like wall voids, uh, in and around wall outlets, uh, under the dishwasher, under refrigerators, ovens, under the carpet. Uh, if the colony becomes too large, or if they are disturbed, they will sometimes move their nesting spot. Uh, they're normally found in the kitchen and or bathrooms, but the workers can be commonly seen trailing along the baseboards and windowsills. Like uh, if you're familiar with Argentine ants, they do the same thing. Uh, they'll use plumbing pipes and electrical wires. They'll trail on them to get from room to room. Uh, they can and will nest in wall in cabinet voids, wall voids, behind the baseboard, behind window moldings, inside of curtain rods, inside cardboard boxes, uh, outside in the expansion joint and in your concrete driveway. Uh, interestingly enough, they can be found in the folds of bed sheets, in fold clothes that are folded up in a drawer. Uh, in paper bags that are folded up and newspapers that are folded up and laying around. Uh, you, you might see trails where water or food sources may be available, but that's not an indication that their nest is nearby because typically it, it can be far away from that. Uh, like I said earlier, it's fair, it, it's very rare to find the nest. Uh, they can and do nest outdoors here in Georgia. Uh, given they have a constant supply of moisture, such like around the AC unit in the summertime or sprinkler systems, the queens actually can lay hundreds of eggs in her lifetime. Uh, takes about, depending on environmental conditions, five to seven weeks to go from egg to mature adult. Uh, they breed continuously throughout the year, especially if they're living inside heated buildings. Uh, the mating actually occurs in the nests, and these ants do not swarm uh, at all. Multiple, uh, I mean, mature colonies will contain multiple queens. They have winged males, workers, eggs, larvae, and pupae. It's a, it's a major pest, major indoor pest in the United States. Uh, regrettably it has the ability to survive most conventional household pest control treatments uh and which allows them to establish colonies throughout a home uh more than just the food they may consume or spoil uh they're considered a serious pest simply because of their ability to get into things like they can nest in a sofa you know, you'd be sitting on the sofa trying to watch TV and you have ants crawling all over you. Uh, they're a major pest in, in factories. M more commercial in my experience than in residential. But uh, bakeries, office buildings, hospitals are a big, there are big problems in hospitals. Anywhere really where food is handled. Uh for whatever reason, and I don't I don't really even even know why, but they're in the hospitals, burn victims is and as well as newborns are subjected to an increased risk uh 
I guess, and because this ant can uh, transmit over a dozen pathogens like Salmonella, Staphylococcus, Streptococcus. Uh, feral ants infest almost all areas of a building where food is available, but they'll also inhabit areas that aren't because they can get this as long as they can get to the food. Uh, they ha actually have a fairly wide palate in the types of food they eat. Uh, they'll eat sweets, they'll eat fatty foods, they'll eat oily foods. Anything left uncovered for a short period of time, if they're in that area, uh, it's not uncommon to find a trail of feral ants going to the food. Uh, consequently, especially in, in uh, food service settings, uh, th there's a lot of food that... Uh, ends up being being thrown away just simply because it's uh, contaminated at that point. As always, at Faith Pest Control, we offer a free consultation. If you feel like you might have a pharaoh ant, a pharaoh ant uh, problem, we offer a 100% make you happy money back guarantee. If you hire Faith Pest Control to get rid of your bug problem, and at the end of 30 days, you're not 100% happy, We'll come back and retreat your home for free, and we'll keep on treating it for free until you tell us that you are happy. That still doesn't make you happy. We'll give you back every penny you spent on the original treatment, plus we'll pay you an additional $25 for your time and trouble just for fooling with us. The bottom line is I want you to be happy with the service we provide or you won't pay a penny, period. If you feel like what I have made have said makes sense, Please call us today at Faith Pest Control, 770-823-9202, and ask to speak to me, Fred Talley. I'll be more than happy to speak with you and answer any questions that you may have. Well, Fred, thank you so much for that detailed explanation of what a pharaoh ant is and does and why we need to be aware to call you to uh, uh, help us solve that problem. That's something I don't think we, uh, a residential or business customer can do on their own. Uh, <clears throat> we do this podcast as a customer service for all the fine folks in Jasper, Georgia, and surrounding areas in North Georgia Mountain. You can, you can subscribe to this podcast in all the favorite places like Apple, Google, uh, uh, Amazon, and Spotify. But more importantly, uh, come to the website and, uh, and review all the past episodes and share them with your friends, like them, and more importantly, when you have any kind of pest problems, call the pest expert, Fred Talley, to let him help you solve your pest problems today. And until next time, this is Mike Stewart for the Faith Pest Control Podcast. Google Faith Termite and Pest Control. Guaranteed service you can trust. Call 770-823-9202. Hey there. I'm Fred Talley with Faith Pest Control. Now, it's a fact. If termites infest your home, they can do devastating damage unless they are discovered and stopped. At Faith Pest Control, we understand that your home is your most valuable possession, and the last thing you want to happen is for it to be damaged by termites or any other pests. Call Faith Pest Control today at 770-823-9202 for a free pest consultation and free termite treatment estimate. Don't take a chance when it comes to termites in your home. It's simply not worth it. 
Let the proven experts at Faith Pest Control protect your home from termites. Call us today at 770-823-9202. And be sure to visit our website at faithpestcontrol.com. Google Faith Termite and Pest Control. Guaranteed service you can trust. Call 770-823-9202. 